Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Co Show. My name is Mason Co. Here, as always, with my co-host, Aaron Co. Hello. We are presented, as always, by Goosehead Insurance, Aaron Co. Go ahead. Wow, where'd you find that sponsor? Um, You, actually. <laughs> That's it. Move on. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. So we talked about it in the last podcast at the beginning. So if you want to learn more, check it out there. <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, a uh, little little uh, football depression. Yeah. Not as excited to be talking about football today as we usually are. Uh, you know, obviously the Seahawks lost. We'll talk about that game and the other games. But before we do... Go ahead and leave a like and subscribe, all the dumb YouTuber shit. Um, <laughs> and then also follow us on Twitter, at Mason Charles Co., at AaronCo29. Aaron Co. on Facebook, too. Go ahead and friend him there. Um, yeah. And then also the book is on Amazon. Uh, hardcover, softcover, <laughs> ebook, also lulu.com. So, yeah. All right. Do we have to do this? Yeah. I, I mean, we do, you know. I guess you need if they say, we're, you know, you have a funeral because you need to say goodbye. We're esteemed journalists, so <laughs> we have to, you know, we have to we have to report. And yeah. unfortunately, the the Rams beat the Seahawks by 10, 30 to 20. There's obviously going to be a lot of overreactions to, yeah. to, to this, but I will ask some questions that I saw on Twitter. Some that I think are ridiculous, some yeah. that I think... Maybe have some merit. The first one, obviously, Pete, you know, we, we've nah, talked about this nah. before. You don't really want to blame the coach a lot of the time. You know, Pete has, you know, we won 12 games this year. Um, but, you know, one playoff win in the last five years. Is, that... Is it that bad? <laughs> um, gosh, it's a tough one. And let me let me just say this. So. You know, we're doing this show almost 48 hours after the loss. Yeah. So I am, and I'm sure you are too, much more measured than I was during and after that that football mm-hmm. game. Um, so I don't, I don't blame fans a whole lot when they tweet stuff during the game or, or even in the hours after the game. Because again, you know, I re- repeat myself, but you know, fan is short for fanatics, and I love the passion. And I, you know, if you're passionate about this team like I am, I, I I respect that, even if I disagree with you. So that's number one. Now, if you're saying shit a couple days after the game when you've had some time to really think about it, and you're saying crazy stuff, then then I I might lose some respect for you. But um, I love. Pat, the fans that are that are passionate, the, mm-hmm. the people who, you know, wear the jersey when they're doing well, and you know, then you know, then but don't really know anything about what's going on when things aren't going well. Like you know, the hell with them. They're you know the bandwagon people, the twelve since twelve, whatever. Okay, so that let me get that out of the way. As as far as the there are a couple things about Pete. Number one, it's almost a ridiculous conversation because he is going nowhere. He's going nowhere. They just re-signed him to, a, you know, they just extended him out. Um, so, so, so let me just say that, like, it's not happening. So you can yell and scream all you want. It's, it's not going to happen. Okay. 
Um, should it happen? That's another discussion, right? Um, I, you know, if, if you were to fire Pete Carroll, um, you know, you're kind of buying a lotto ticket at that point, you know, like Pete is the safe investment that you, you know, you bought some safe stocks, you bought some Amazon and you're just sitting on it. Um, you know, if you fire Pete and go in a whole nother direction, that's a, Maybe not a lotto ticket, but it's a gamble. Yeah, it's a you're throwing money at a stock that may or may not pan out. Because who are you gonna get? Like, what mm-hmm. better coach are you gonna get? It's who in great... the NFL is a better leader than Pete Carroll? Yeah, that's a great Colin Cowherd. You know, Pete Carroll's your Amazon. Colin Cowherd does. Does he say that? He's, oh he, God! No, he doesn't say that exactly. But Jesus Christ, he I don't says shit. Compared, he to says that shit guy. like that all the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, so man, if if you're gonna, if you're gonna fire Pete, like what's, what's the plan? Where are you going with that? That probably means a total rebuild. Yeah. I'm not ready to do a total rebuild. Um, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Just getting a new coach means a total rebuild. You're going to have, I mean, I don't know, man. It's a whole new culture. You know, they're going to have guys that they want to get rid of and guys they want to bring in and, no, it's probably, it doesn't have to be a total rebuild, but it, it but it I don't know. It's it's I just I'm a little afraid of of that. I'm afraid of you know I'm afraid, you know, you get rid of Chuck Knox and you know in 1989 and then you have a decade of of just horrid football, mm-hmm. you know, like that could that could happen. Now, maybe you hit on the on the lottery ticket and and you bring in the next great thing, whoever mm. that is. Like nobody even knows, nobody knows who that. Who is the guy? Yeah. Who's the guy that's yeah. the next great thing? Fire Pete, fire Pete. What's the? You gotta have. You gotta bring somebody in. Mm-hmm. You know. So unless you're gonna have, you know, one of you people in your your basement are gonna, <laughs> gonna coach the team from there. I don't know. Probably won't work too well. So, uh, so I I don't I absolutely don't think they should get rid of Pete Carroll. Um, one because look at the run they've had. Yeah, I know it's been. I know I'm dis. I'm disappointed. Everybody's disappointed, but look at the run that they've had over the amount of time. Um, you know, he's also a, a legend, and I don't think you fire a legend after a 12 and four season. I just that's to me that's not right. If they go seven and nine, okay. He he needs a couple of bad years in my opinion before before you even bring yeah. up the, the the idea of firing him. Are there things about him that drive me nuts? Yes. But go find one fucking fan base in any sport that's not pissed at their coaches mm-hmm. every time they lose a game. You know, it I mean there's I'm sorry, there's no perfect coach out there. Yeah, I mean, if anything, I think you know I don't. I absolutely think that Pete should still be the head coach. If anything, I think maybe hand some of the decision making off to someone else as far as in game stuff. I don't know how you do that. <clears throat> that might be a very uh, not revolutionary, but like I don't know. It might be. It might be a very uh, kind of weird thing to do to to hand over some of the responsibilities, but I just think. Pete has established too good of a culture and has proved himself too much to 
to like you said fire him after a 12 and 4 season it's just yeah it's dumb uh, and then the other one is so there's there's two there's two ways to ask this question um i'll i'll go i'll say the more tamed one than the more ridiculous <laughs> one is it time to acknowledge that russ might not be a great playoff quarterback and the more ridiculous take which by the way guys guys like okay specific, specifically Evan Hill on Twitter he has some funny takes and stuff but he also like he's the embodiment of an emotional Seahawks fan that overreacts yeah. and it's he just says some ridiculous shit. I think I unfollowed him I unfollowed sometime last him. year because he was driving me nuts. I unfollowed just, him. Too. I was getting angry. I, yeah, I every time I went on too. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. So I just, but I did. You know, his tweets pop up on my timeline every once in a while, which I don't mind. I don't. It's not like I hate him, but yeah. Uh, he said, "It's time to." I think his words were. I, I'll pull up the tweet while I say it. His words, I believe, were, "It's time to acknowledge." that Russ might not be the quarterback we need to win a Super Bowl. Well, he was one time, and damn near was another time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a tough... So, you know, I'll, I'll answer this similarly to how I answered the Pete question. Who is? Yeah. Who's your guy? How many quarterbacks... I mean, are you going to get... Tom, you know, five years ago, Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Like, who are these great playoff quarterbacks? Are you going to get Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. Who else? Are, where are all these other great, you know, every year there's only one, the one that wins the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So every year the other 31 quarterbacks aren't aren't great playoff quarterbacks. So, you know, who who are these guys? There are some issues with, with Russell Wilson. Um, wh- how often do you see him take a three-step drop and fire the ball and get a seven-yard completion. How often do you see that? Not very. No, not very it's often. three-step drop. No. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I guess I'll wing it deep or, yeah. or take a sack or, or run for his life, and he's not as good at running for his life as he once was. Yeah. Um, and, again, he's not going anywhere either, so that is also a ridiculous question. Mm-hmm. And again, but, you know, can you play along, you know, with should he? Boy, I wouldn't be. Hey, if you want to draft a guy in the third round of this upcoming draft, you know, and see if you can find somebody, then I maybe. But what are you going to do? Are you going to trade for Deshaun Watson? You're you're not really going to do that. And he hasn't done anything either. What has he done? Um, He shows promise, but a lot of guys show promise. Yeah. So what? What's the plan? So you just, you're gonna go with Gino? Is that what we're doing? I mean, come on. Um, you know, Russell Wilson is not the best quarterback in the league. He's not. You know what but he's we could do? Damn good. What? Maybe fleece the Texans for a quarterback. <laughs> I'm the guy making those deals is out of is out of town. I'm just saying they yeah. want to trade him and he wants out. Yeah. Hey, make the call. Always make the call. But I think it's pretty unrealistic because then you'd have to you'd have to get rid of Russell Wilson's salary to bring in that salary, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, you know. hey, make yeah, I think Straight John Schneider up. makes the call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I mean, 
Those, it sounds like a fantasy football deal. I don't think I don't know how realistic that that deal is. All right, um, give us a fucking pick, bitch. <laughs> I think you would be giving picks back the other way because uh, of the age, because yeah, of the age. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, but again, I mean, is Deshaun Watson like what? Where's like where his big wins? Where where his? Oh, okay, you can't done? you can't blame Deshaun Watson not having big wins on him at this point in his career. He's on the he's on the Texans. I know, but I'm just he's saying. Had I'm terrible just saying, coaches, terrible but teammates. He, but he's not a sure. My point is, he's not a sure thing. No, yeah, nobody yeah, yeah. knows what he's gonna do in the fourth quarter of a playoff game. Yeah, nobody. Because yeah. you know, he hasn't done college football playoff game, he did pretty well. Tim Tebow, he was fucking amazing. Why don't you <laughs> sign his ass? Yeah, don't don't bring that college shit up. I mean, come on, that, that's a it's yeah. He was great, and I I like Deshaun Watson a lot. I'm just saying, he's not a sure thing. There there really isn't a sure thing. Yeah. So, I I don't know. You're you're probably like finding a young guy, finding your next guy is what you're doing if you're moving away from Rus- Russell Wilson, which again you're gonna have Russell Wilson for at least two more years. Like that's yeah, and and Pete Carroll, you know, you're you're you know you're riding that ship into the iceberg or or or, or into the harbor or wherever it's going. That yeah, that's the ship that you're on. Um, so my, you know, I guess my question is, if that's the ship we're on, how can we, how can we make the ship better? You know, the rest of the ship better. Yeah, and I mean, it's hard. It's hard. That's to a say, hard one to answer. It's hard to say. You know that. Um... I feel like the problem is with the Seahawks, I feel like is it's different things at different times throughout the season. Yeah, especially this year. Especially this year, but I mean really every year, but this year I mean to the max. So I I, I you know Dan Quinn is interviewing for defensive coordinator jobs. I think you give is him a call. Is he bringing the LOB with him? I mean, you know, <laughs> I just think you give him a call. Sure. Yeah. Um, probably did. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they did. Yeah. I don't know. And then as far as drafting and free agency, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm i more of a believer in best available. Um, yeah. So, I, I, you know, I don't know anything about prospects or whatever, you know. And I know we don't really have any picks this year. Yeah. Free agency. I I don't even really know our cap situation that much, so you know it's it's like it's not bad, but I don't know. Well, everybody everybody's fucked because the cap's going down. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are gonna so, be a lot of players cut. I will say that there's so, gonna be guys out there probably because guys are gonna get cut. So yeah. you know, I, as far as where I think we need help the most, I mean. The offensive line was good this year, but always, I mean, just always could upgrade. I think offensive line is, offensive line, I mean, yeah, like you could always upgrade, and it's always a good move, yeah. you know? No matter, really, no, I mean. And they were terrible yesterday. And they were absolutely awful yesterday, and that was supposed to be our full, healthy offensive yeah. line. So, obviously that, and then, you know, the pass rush looked really good in the second half of the season. Same thing with the offensive line. You could always use a great pass rusher. Uh, same thing with yeah. a cornerback. I I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I want the Seahawks to resign uh, resign Shaquille Griffin at this point. 
I don't really know. I mean, I don't know what the market looks like for him. Yeah. But considering he was a pro bowler, I'm guessing there will be a franchise that's desperate. Somebody's going to pay him. I don't I... basically I don't want to get into a bidding war for no. Sha- for Shaquille Griffin. That that's what I don't want. If 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 you're going to pay him, so he's probably the bottom end of what he's going to get is probably going to be about 12 million dollars a year. Yeah. So if you could get him in that 10 to 12 range, maybe I think about it, but if it goes in like I, you know, you can't be losing other guys because you no. signed him like he's not worth that no so i yeah i just and then i mean i just it's it's tough it's so hard to tell because you know i mean some days i feel like it's the coaching some days i feel like it's uh, the yeah. the cornerbacks some days you know the first half of the season it was trey flowers ken nor and the second half of the season is Russell Wilson, maybe it was you know injuries. It, it's whatever. Um, I I don't know about Chris Carson either. I don't. It's the same thing with Shaquille Griffin. I don't think I wanted to want to get into a bidding war over mm. uh, Chris Carson. But then again, that probably means we draft another running back, which I wouldn't be super hyped about unless someone like. I mean, the I really only want to draft a running back that really seems like the real deal unless you know it's someone like chris carson who's in a later round but yeah what picks do you know what picks we have uh, i don't even know i feel like we only have two picks or three picks or something and it's more it's more than that but it's it's you don't have a first or second round right you're gonna have an upper third round pick i think um so to me, to me, what they need on offense, they need another playmaker, and maybe that's a tight end. Like who? Yeah. You know, Greg Greg Olson will probably be gone. Didn't give you a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Hollister is a nice nice player, um, but he's certainly not elite. You know, um, Disley is a is a nice blocking tight end who will contribute to the offense got pretty good hands but he's not running away from anyone yeah um you know a a lot of these great teams have really good playmaking tight ends Mm. either that or you need a little fucker you know in the slot who drives you crazy you know i mean how nice would it be to have even a cooper cup is I mean is Philip Dorsett gonna ever play for the Seahawks? What about Josh Gordon? I don't Gordon? think so. I, are you kidding? <laughs> are you kidding with Josh Gordon? I don't know. I don't know. What, I still don't really know what's going on with him. I, well, he you know was gonna come back and he fucked it up again. Like I I don't I want nothing to do with that guy anymore. I'm sorry. I mean I I I feel kind of bad for him, but they he's let the team down twice now. Yeah, I think we have a. This website, prosportstransactions.com, says we have... <laughs> it sounds legit. says we have second, four, f- two, four, five, six. Okay. But I don't... I don't know. Seahawks draft. Maybe. Well, we know they don't have a first-round pick. Yeah. Um, All right. Should we... I mean, should we, like, get in depth on this game, or... I, I've got a few a few things to run through. All right. Go for it. Um, what do you got? You got anything I mean, else you it's just, uh, you know, Russ didn't play well... 11 for 27. 11, you know, 11 for 26.4 per attempt. He had the pick, and he probably should have had three picks or something. Yep. <clears throat> Chris Carson, 
I mean, I don't know. Just you know, Chris Carson. I think there's, you know, obviously he had he was banged up and he was maybe playing through a foot injury. I did not see him, you know, he's been so great in third and short and just pushing and leg drive. I didn't see any of that no, the I didn't. last several weeks. Yeah. He was bouncing outside. I didn't see him just get those ridiculous, like, how the hell did he get that extra yeah, yard? Yeah. I didn't see any of that. There was a ton of burst. So I think he I think he was battling through something. Yeah. Probably won't. I, I'm guessing he won't be back. Yeah. But we'll see. Well, he also unfollowed the Seahawks and followed the Buccaneers and the Falcons on Twitter. He's from Georgia, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Who knows about that? I need yeah. to get the mic closer to my face. Holy shit. Um <laughs> So DK, you know, you see ninety six and two, and you're like, okay, that's decent. But I feel like the impact wasn't that wasn't necessarily that big. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey did pretty well. He, one of you know, he had a fifty one yard touchdown, so that's over half of the yards and one of the touchdowns on broken coverage. Yeah. So it's you know, it is what it is. But at the end of the day, you know, you can't say he had a bad day. Right. So. Well, he, you know, a, a couple things. So he, again, not targeted in the first quarter. That's happened way too often this season. Yeah. Um, some of that's on the calls. Some of that is on Russell Wilson. He did. Russell Wilson had opportunities. And yeah. Just didn't look at him a couple yeah. times. Um, he does that every time Jalen Ramsey with with Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Every yeah. time he faced the Rams this year. Yep. Um, you know, you had, uh, you know, he threw the hissy fit on the sideline. Yeah. Mike Holmgren today said he he hasn't earned the right to to throw a tantrum which i i i thought that was a great way to put it yeah yeah um and then you know also i think part of that there are a couple things i want to talk about that pick six a little bit yeah there are a couple things there so first he throws the hissy fit so have you ever i don't know i i've played flag football i've i've gotten beaten trying to cover someone but the you know, the guy doesn't end up getting the ball and you're like, Oh shit, man, <laughs> made it. And then he goes back and says something, dude, I was fucking 10 yards behind that slow fuck. Like, yeah. let's throw me the ball, you know? Yeah. So, and then, you know, like I know in that moment, okay, he's really like, I got to bust my ass. Cause he's going to be, he's, he's looking for him. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to really try to get him. So DK th- throws that hissy fit. And then two offensive plays later. So, their defense is like they're going to, you know, yeah, they're yeah. going to try to get him the ball. So on that play, first of all, it was an RPO with pretty soft coverage. It should have been a run. So mm-hmm. let's start right there. And and then um, Freddie Swain misses the block. But also they're blocking. They should have switched their blocking assignments because they were asking Freddie Swain to kind of cut across yeah he still should have done it though yeah he took a horrible angle on it and obviously that was a game-changing play mm-hmm. i think russ is gun shy second half of the year anyway and that that really killed him yeah so that was a just a you know a brutal play in that game um that you know who knows how things go if that play isn't made if they yeah. run, run the ball and get three yards there so your initial reaction was that it was on russ right and my initial reaction was it was on Freddie Swain. So what, like, I, I, I did not, I have not looked at the play yeah. again. I just saw 
like two replays, and I, my conclusion was it was on Freddie Swain. So what do you, or maybe it was on the play call? What do you think? Um, I would say given given you know that they didn't run the ball, it still could have worked. Um, that's that's on Freddie Swain. Yeah, but there were like many layers of issues with that play. Right. Okay. Starting yeah. off with it was an RPO. Speaking of many with, layers of issues, what about the de- the delay a game uh, on fourth and one God. that we thought? So no, it was a false start, right? Yeah. So it was the yeah. delay a game slash false start where it's fourth and one. You know, it, you have a chance to. You know, whether you whether or not you believe in momentum, you have a chance to gain gain some momentum and potentially I forget what the situation was tie the game or or get I don't know can't remember now. Um, but instead you the play clock's running down. Pete looks at it and decides. I think they're down by ten, maybe at that down. Point. Yeah, maybe yeah, down ten. Pete looks at the play clock winding down, knows that he either has to call a timeout or there's a penalty, and he's like, you know, I'm okay with punting. So. so. Just take the penalty. He said something in his press conference today that is probably going to go viral amongst the, <laughs> the Twitter haters and yeah. the analytics guys. Like, this is going <laughs> to... Um, he said... So you're right about everything that you just said. I think he was okay punting the ball there. Mm. But he this was his wording. He said, I was fighting the, the call. So basically, he was arguing with Schottenheimer on the offensive call is what that he said I was fighting the call that's what that what that was his See wording. this is what I mean like yeah. Pete should have nothing to do with offensive play calling yeah nothing he shouldn't have anything to do with offensive play calling whatsoever yeah i focus assume, on your defense i assume it was i'm just going to guess that Schottenheimer wanted to throw it Pete probably wanted to run it yeah that's probably what they were i don't know i don't know we'll never know what they were arguing about we also don't know how often that happens yeah um is that every time that shit that because that's happened like like six times this year where they almost get a delay game or they do or or they fourth and one they end up getting a delay game and then punting yeah That's, that's probably part of it um so that that was just appalling to me i mean again i think Every coach know every offensive coach knows if I they they have stuff. Yeah. If we get into fourth and one, this is what we're gonna do. Yeah. If they give us this look, we're gonna change to this. So not only do you are you not ready for that moment, but you don't give your quarterback a chance to change it yeah. based on what what he sees. Yeah. So awful. That's that's and I don't know. You know that's on Pete. Um, Someone asked, I think it was uh, uh, Mike Mike Dugar. Is that how you say his name? Yeah, Dugar Dugar. Asked, yeah. asked Pete, who holds you accountable? Which was an interesting question. It is. And Pete said, basically, oh, I'm going to miss my son going to coach at Arizona because he held me accountable. Okay. And I'm sitting there going, okay, like, I don't think it works that way. No. Does, he, does your own son maybe question you more? Than someone who doesn't have job security, perhaps. Maybe. But your your son is, I, you know, no, no disrespect to you, but you're not like telling me what to do a I'm whole not, lot. I'm not checking you. No, you might be a pain in the ass. Yeah, and asking me annoying questions. Yeah. But you're not. You're not telling me what to do no. a whole lot, except no. for on this fucking podcast. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I mean. <laughs> I mean, I just commandeered your phone. And I was like, "Give me that fucking shit, old yeah. man." So you, you get like it? 
two hours a week where you're the boss. Yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah. Um, so that was, I don't know, but that's getting into the whole Pete thing again. I don't even know what the hell we were talking about. I don't so. know. Some about, um, the fourth mm, and one call. Yeah. Yeah. The fourth and one call. So I think Pete is a little indecisive at times, probably overthinks it at times. Offensive coaches, man, they just like, they're killers. They just, they, this is okay. This is the call. You know, mm-hmm. that's what you have to do because you don't have time. No. You don't have time to fucking talk and debate. Mike Holmgren has said, and I, I know I bring him up a lot, but he said he would tell everybody to shut up. You know, he was the head coach and the play caller. Yeah. He said no one, he said it was understood that no one talks to me when I'm, when I'm making an offensive call. Mm-hmm. Period. I don't want your input. You know, and Shotty can't do that. No, because he's getting second guessed all the time. But yeah. that's that's pretty typical, though, in the NFL. Pete's not the only one that does that. That happens all the time. I just you can't. I mean, you can't do it when you got a play clock running. You can't do it to the team's detriment. Yeah. And I mean, we. I, I know we've said this a thousand times to each other. We say this every single time the situation comes up, which is way too often. And we've said it on the podcast too. You you should have something for that. Yeah. There's they gotta, they've yeah. had fourth and one so many times yeah. and then just seemingly not known what they were supposed to do. Like, how do you not have something drawn up for fourth and one? It's yeah, and I think they probably they probably shoddy at least does. But then you get in that moment and I don't know. People are probably overthinking. So then it. fucking figure it out beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So that I mean that is more concerning. Uh, that's more concerning with Pete. Like that's the most concerning part of Pete to me. Yeah, but you know, a couple of the the two biggest issues in this game, in my mind, where they were two of fourteen on third down, and you're just not going to win a whole lot of games. You know, where you go two for fourteen on third down. Yeah. Um, that was brutal. Um, Pete's, five sacks. Pete said, "Yeah, Pete said that Wilson had a really hard game." Which, using my Pete translator, that means uh, our quarterback sucked hairy balls <laughs> during this game. Yeah. Because Pete, that's as close as Pete gets mm-hmm. to saying something negative. He mm-hmm. had a really hard game. Yeah. So, he wasn't fond of the way that Russell Wilson played, clearly. Yeah. Um, so... You know, I think that you got basically what you wanted from the defense. You look at the score, doesn't look that great, but you had a pick six and you had a, you know, we need to stop the run, gave up an easy touchdown toward the end. You know, so that's 14 points that I don't really even count Yeah, against the defense all that much. They gave, they did enough to win the game and your offense, which killed you all through the second half of the year. Um, you know, they were... Um, they uh, scored 274 points in the first half of the season and 185 in the second. Mm. Huge disparity. Um, yeah, I just man, it's 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 frustrating. And oh, and you asked me, didn't you ask me if if this was the the worst? What was I don't remember how yeah. you worded the question. So I I will I but one more okay, thing yeah. I want to say. Um, that that DJ Reed fumble. You know we. We've talked, we've praised him a ton. Yeah. Um, st- still, obviously, love him as a player, but that's just a killer. He tweeted something about someone twisting his ankle. 
like oh. purposely twisting his ankle and I don't know what happened but there was some clip or something of him like kicking someone in a pile but oh. it was like when someone's twisting my ankle I'm going to do everything I can to protect myself or something. Huh. So fuck whoever that Rams yeah, player was yeah. is in the Jimmy bucket. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, so the question I asked was um considering the circumstances of how high the expectations reached at at the peak expectations of this season, is this the most disappointing loss in Seahawks history? Yeah, I think almost any way you slice it, if you want to say, you know, from the beginning of the season, because I think I predicted they would go eleven and five. Yeah. Um, you know, at the sort of the peak five and zero, oh, MV, you know, we got the MVP quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I think we knew they weren't that good like they were like the defense was struggling. yeah it was a house of cards yeah but i i can't i mean the ones i kind of thought back through it yesterday um you know in you know so in 2005 the seahawks go to the super bowl lose um and then they had an overtime loss to the bears in the playoffs mm-hmm. the next year that was tough but again you know not i don't think as bad as this one um, 2014, you know, that play that we don't need to mention at the goal line. Yeah. You know, they rebound after a really bad start to go 10 and six, they fall down 31 to nothing to the Panthers. Mm-hmm. That was pretty rough, mm-hmm. but that was a road game, you know, um, but to fall down 31, it's really bad. Was, yeah. And they ended up losing 31 to 24. They end up kind of making a game of it yeah um you know the other one that i could think of was a night so 1983 the seahawks go to the afc championship game they only went nine and seven but you're like man they got every they got virtually everybody back like this is gonna they got a real chance yeah you know it was the one time prior to holmgren that i thought they had a legit chance to do something Mm -hmm. and they go they go um a couple things happen though they lose kurt warner to a knee injury one game in. I think running he, back Kurt Warner for yeah, the young yeah. kids out there. I think he had ten he was basically the one of the best running backs in football in the year before, and then he blows his knee out in the first game of the season. Which at that time is career over, right? He was able to come back, but he had a he had a couple of really great seasons after that, mm. but his career was fairly short. I okay. think he kind of battled that. Yeah. You know, the leftovers of that. But um, but they still, they go 12 and four. Yeah. Uh, however, it was a wild card cause I think Denver went 13 and three mm-hmm. AFC at the time. Yeah. AFC. Yeah. And they lost 31 to 10 to the dolphins. So Jeez. basically, you know, heading into the season, you're like, wow, this looks really good. And then, um, they go 12 and four and then they kind of get blown, blown out on the road. But, but given that you lost your best offensive player uh, other than Largent. Um, yeah. You know, that that didn't feel – the 12-4 and four felt kind of like fool's gold, I guess, yeah, as yeah. it was happening to me as a, you know, 13-year-old kid. Yeah. Um, this – yeah, I mean, just in, in a home game, a home playoff game. A, home game, a, yeah. A, a, a shitty quarterback with a – you know, with three three screws in his thumb. I just want to know their best defensive player, best defensive player in the league missing the second half. Yeah, like, 
I just want to know the impact of the twelves in that game. I mean, having having John Wolford out there, inexperienced oh. with the twelves yeah. roaring, and then also an injured Jared Goff who gets a little antsy, yeah. you know, gets a little nervous, a little bitch ass. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah. Well, you know, it it sure you would sure think that would make it an impact. You know, a ten point difference. I mean, that's. That's whatever, but uh, yeah. yeah. So, all right. Do you want to move on to other games, or um, do you have other stuff? See if I have anything else. Oh, you know, Jamal Adams. I thought he had a really poor game. Yeah, I, he did. You know, and yeah, he, <laughs> he did the thing. I love it when people do this. He's like, no, I'm not gonna make any excuses, but you know, I couldn't. I had a brace on my shoulder and I couldn't yeah. move my arm around. Okay, you yeah. just made a goddamn excuse. It's an excuse, yeah. Um. Uh, Hugh Millen this morning on KJR pointed out that there have been many players that have played through a, a torn labrum. Mm-hmm. Um, he turned down some tackles again. Uh, one one that was a touchdown. Another that was a forty four yard gain. To you know, on a, I think it was a pass to the running back. I'm trying to remember now. Um, horrible coverage on Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, got beat and then couldn't play the ball. Yeah. So you know he had a really bad game. Hopefully. You know, next year he he's fully healthy, and that adds you know that changes his confidence level. Yeah. But he was he was really bad in that game. Um, other than that, no, I don't think I think we've pretty much we've pretty much covered it. Um, an awful, awful, awful loss. You got to look at everything. Uh, Pete Carroll was asked, "Is is is a uh, shoddy coming back?" He said yes on one radio show. But then in his press conference, he was like, I'm not I'm not answering any questions about about the coaching staff. You never know what's going to happen. I, you know, you know, he was he kind of downplayed his earlier. Interesting. Answer. Yeah. Um, so it, you come out of this game like what do we, our offensive line fucking sucked. Our mm. our coach sucks. Our quarterback yeah. sucks. Our our coordinator sucks. Mm. You know, yeah, um, it, yeah it's. Just a, a devastating loss. There's no other way to put it. Yep. All right. Uh, let's just get off of that now. Uh, actually, should we do like a little, just a few like full season thoughts that we haven't got out? Because we said kind of some things yeah. for the full season. I mean, DK Metcalf, <clears throat> incredible season. You know, uh, guys like Benson Mayo, uh, Jaron Reed made a good comeback. Carlos Dunlap completely changed the entire defense. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Chris Carson, you know, as always when he's healthy, uh, except maybe the last couple of games. But, yeah, I mean, Tyler Lockett, another incredible underrated year. Yeah, 100 catches. 100 catches. Um, Russell what, Wilson throws 40 touchdowns. So for all our talk about the offensive struggles. Yeah. This is the most points they've ever scored oh, in franchise history. Yeah. By the way, we're going to reveal, we, at the beginning of the year, we did bets for the NFL. Um, I completely forget what, what, the, what know. the bets that we set were. Yeah. So there are $2 a piece. I set 10, he set 10, and we will be revealing the winners of those bets on Wednesday show. So that should be fun. But yeah. yeah. Any, any other final season thoughts? DJ Reed, great surprise. Shaquille Griffin, disappointing. Quentin Dunbar, unbelievably disappointing. Um, Trey Flowers, soft. Um, yeah. I don't oh, know. one other thought. 
sorry to bounce back, but yeah. Pete Carroll said he want, wants to run the ball more. Oh, nice. That's great. <laughs> but here, you know what's funny, though? How many times the, the Seahawks handed the the ball to running? How many times in comparison to Kansas City, what would you say if, if the Seahawks ran it? I don't remember the precise numbers now. If the Seahawks ran it 317 times, how many times do you to running backs? Yeah. How many times do you think Kansas City handed it to running backs? Um two, two, 240. <laughs> 316. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So the Seahawks didn't really run the ball all that much and I you know, in comparison. So it's yeah. less than 20 carries per game yeah. for all of your running backs. Yeah. Um, and I think they became, you know, a little predictable with, you know, going against pass defense because of that. So I, that was one last thing I had to get out. Um, yeah. You know, they're, they're, they have a lot of guys under contract for next year. They're not mm. losing a lot. There's not a real, a lot of really big names that you have to take care of. So, um, it'll just be, you know, can you add, add something to help you out? And can Brian Schottenheimer mm. get more creative, Yeah, you know, to get this thing going in the right direction? Again? Wait, should we actually go over the rest of these games on Wednesday? Would that make more sense? This is Seahawk talk. Perhaps. Yeah. I mean, we're 40 minutes in too. Yeah. Um, uh, is anyone even going to watch this? They're all depressed. By the way, I did not, I, I, I'm doing dry January. I felt hungover yesterday yeah. from the Seahawks game. Me too. It was just brutal. Yeah, so, anyway. I didn't really. I I still watch football. I didn't even really feel like watching it. Yeah, maybe we go over um, go over the the other games. You know, touch on what happened, and then um, you know, other than the, oh, I'd like to mention the Steelers. Just yeah, I mean, <laughs> laying a, you you want to talk about disappointed fan base? Oh my god! Is, is the Steelers that, had a very similar season to the Seahawks. They went. They were eleven and zero. Yeah, and they got yeah. beat by the Browns. The yeah. Browns. Yeah, no, it was it was the it was the Seahawks season, but just worse in yeah. in really every way. Yeah. And the Seahawks season was pretty bad. So yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, should we? I mean, should we save that then? Sure. Yeah. All right. Um. Cool. So yeah, we'll touch on those games. And uh, let's see, what else do we have? Anything else to talk about? Oh, let's let's just give our predictions for the for the national championship oh, that yeah, is yeah. happening tonight. Uh, let me. Do you know the line? Uh, last I saw, I think uh, it was eight and a half. Okay. Um, Alabama minus eight and a half. I'm pretty sure I bet the like over seventy seven. I was just rude. I I just want points. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just I'm, that's just what I'm hoping for. So. Um, yeah, eight and a half, seventy-five is is the yeah. yeah. So, um, give me Alabama. Give me the over. The over, man, that's tough. Seventy-seven. Seventy-five. Seventy-five. I think I'm, I let me double check. Um, I'll say. I'm, I don't think they're gonna quite get that get there. I'll I'll say. 45 to 31 Alabama. Okay, yeah. I like Alabama giving giving the points. I did get it at 75 by the way, and I got Alabama at 8. Okay. So, um okay. Give me let's see 40 Give me Alabama. Give me 
45 to 34. What did I? I said forty-five, thirty-one, right? So we're yeah, we're we're right. Oh wow! Yeah, we're oh right. wait, hold on. Oh yeah. Jesus, I did not realize. No, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, forty-five, uh, thirty-four is my prediction. Okay. Yeah. I thought yeah, I thought you said forty-one, thirty-five. No, forty-five, thirty-one. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So forty-one, thirty-five, which actually is a push for Alabama on my bet. Yeah. Not on the eight and a half. Yeah. I so. would not. You know what? Forty-two, thirty-five. <laughs> oh, so you're gonna lose. You're gonna no, lose no, no, the spread. No, 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 no. Um, wait. What did I say? Forty-five. You said forty-five to thirty-four at first. Forty-five to thirty-four. Give me forty. You're gonna put a fifty burger on him. Hmm. Mm. Uh, no, just give me 45 to 34. That was okay. my prediction. That was my prediction. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, I would not. I I would not bet the over under. I just would. I'm, I just did it for fun. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Um. I mean, I might. I might bet. You know, ten bucks on it or something, just for amusement purposes. Yeah. But I wouldn't. Like, it's not like something Siri, I would yeah. feel great about. Mm. Um. I would be really surprised if Alabama doesn't doesn't win by double digits though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. Mm, you know, uh, I'm just gonna do. <laughs> I'm just gonna do a quick Monday lock of the week. Ooh. Give me Suns minus six. Suns minus six against the Wizards. They don't have Russ, even Ooh. though apparently Russ is hurt, and he might have been actually playing hurt because he just doesn't tell people when he's injured. Mm-hmm. So anyway, this is Seahawk talk. So we'll stop talking about that. <laughs> um. All right, hold on. Let me put some Monopoly money on that. Yeah. All right. So, you got anything else? No. Uh, pitchers and catchers report in like 37 days or something like that. Great. Awesome. <laughs> the Sonics hopefully will report this decade. Yeah. All right. Well, follow us on Twitter at Mason Charles Co. at Aaron Co. 29. YouTube people, subscribe, like, comment, all that stuff. Give us some feedback, whether you like it or don't. We want to hear it. Um, any recommendations, you know, we got the, we got the three camera angles now. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't, this is really, every time I say, I think this is like, you know, this is really what the setup's like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. every time I say that some new shit pops into my head. So who right. knows, but yeah, uh, the book, Amazon got the ebook, hardcover, softcover also on lulu.com. Keep Goosehead Insurance. You can friend him on Facebook for that. Um, yeah, that's about it. All right, peace Seahawks. Yeah, rip Seahawks. You know, 2020 season was it was fun for the most part. You know, I, I think most most Seahawk talks we ended the podcast by saying good vibes. You know, we were feeling good. So at the end of the day, I could say it was a positive season. You know, painful. Yeah, you know, 30, 31 teams have to end it in a painful way. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So it's ended a little sooner than I think we all expected. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Peace out. See you, suckers. <laughs>